into to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! It's Ashita Andre here bringing you the After Buzz After Show from Mary Mary. As you can see, my boy Lem is not here. He is on a major assignment tonight. We're wishing him all the luck in the world. He'll be back with us next week. But instead, I got my boy, Phil. Hello, everybody. What up? He'll be with us shortly on camera, <laughs> sitting next to me. He is manning the uh, controls over there, so just bear with us just one moment. And I am ready to bring... Mary, Mary to you. Let's do this. All right. <laughs> what do we got to shoot? Yeah, right. This Woo! was a good episode. This was a really good episode. I got a lot of talk. And about. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad the fans liked me on the first episode. So now I can kind of fill in as necessary. So yes, glad to be on board. Well, you know, I called you Big Daddy Phil, but I'm gonna call you Phil this this time around. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. So. And I have a lot of questions for you guys out there because this was a really deep and interesting episode and there's a lot of topics I want to talk about. And I'm going to go scene by scene episode for this particular one. And let's start off with Tina managing Mary Mary. She's not doing a good job. No. <laughs> no, she's the thing. It's just that they're overwhelmed and it's partly choices that they're making, partly overwhelmed. Um, and so, you know, they just they just need someone... They don't necessarily need a manager. They need someone who's going to take care of it that that will listen to them on their direction. You, you get what I'm saying? So it's just someone that can execute tasks, and they can still be the managers. So, that, so they need a manager, or they just need a really good assistant that can a really be a good, good assistant. Because yeah. I, I believe it's a money issue that really why they're not having a manager at the moment. So they're trying to juggle everything because, you know, Erica got Erica Campbell and she doesn't have the kind of funds for Mary that Mary Mary has. And then here comes Tina. She's ready to come back in the game. So they're just trying to juggle all these things. And I guess they're just really trying to find somebody really, really good after the Mitch situation. I, I understand. Which is tough. Which, but it, it's tough. It's tough in that sense if you think of it. But if you just... If it's someone that you can trust, if it's someone that's reliable and has a good heart and wants to, you know, the problem with Mitch, you know, he wasn't committed, right? Right. For lack of a better term. Um, and so if you just find someone that you know is going to put forth their best effort no matter what, even if they're not necessarily the greatest at it to begin with, they will learn because they mm -hmm. care. Right. And who who doesn't care about Mary Mary? Exactly. Come on. Exactly. There's, there's a line down the street that would want to do this for them. I would do it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, but <laughs> you right, could do it, could, but and you, you know, would care. And I would care. I would actually care and would want to do it and would want to learn the ropes of everything. But because of this particular situation, there was a mishap. And Erica says, you know, it feels good to be back with her sister. Tina says the same thing. It feels good to be back with her sister. And Warren is just going to have to deal with it. 
So now that's a issue as far as talent when you start booking for managerial issues because of what happened later on down the road in the show that you see. And it becomes a marital issue, possibly, because not only is your husband, but he's also the person that's helping marry Mary. And he's looking at you like, okay, you can't make decisions without me as a husband and as a manager. So what do you think about that? You know, it's it's surfacing in different ways, but that that was always going to be the case. That was, I mean, that's the case since day one, right? Um, so they just it just comes down to a system. You know, right now I feel like a lot of systems aren't in place. You know, across the board, whether with Warren, whether with uh, Tina, Erica, it doesn't matter. And you know, they just got to figure that out sooner rather than later in yeah. order to make all this work and you know they all they, they have a lot of sit down talks and things like that but they really need to just communicate and, Which and is come tough up with a game for them. it is right it's tough for them so i want to ask you as the viewers do you think that it be, can become a marital issue do you think it is a marital issue and do you think that she should be very cautious about how she says okay well warren just has to deal with it she has, she definitely has to be careful of that. And I think, you know, one of the, they just, um, every now and then they just need time for themselves where it's not, you know, Mary, Mary this or Erica this or Tina, just, just them as a couple. Right. You know, and I get it. Uh, they're touring and things like that at the moment. So the, the time is far, uh, few and far between. But when you get those moments, you got to just enjoy them. True. And I, and I agree with you on that because it costs, Warren $40,000 because she couldn't say no. Mm-hmm. So now he's like, okay, now I'm pissed off <laughs> as, you know, my block and I'm pissed off as a husband at the same time. Cause he's like, okay, how do I do this? He just had to walk off. He had to just walk off, get to the car and say, okay, you know, I'm gonna have to fix this because now it's like, okay, you can't say no, which becomes a problem because you gotta mm-hmm. learn how to say no. You gotta be able to remember your commitments as Erica Campbell. And you gotta remember now your commitments as Mary Mary. So I want to hear from everybody to hear what your thoughts are. Marital issue, non-marital issue. Do you think Warren handled it the right way? Let me know. I read all comments. I look forward to I, hearing I your Warren, thoughts. I, I don't know if he handled that situation, but he was certainly, for me, he was right. I think he handled it right. Because he was, you know, uh, as he said, I mean, it, it, yes, it's the money and $40,000 is a lot of money. But also it's the effort that he like, he really put a strategy behind this. Right. And, you know, I um, I you know, it's not something that I think about, but he's like, I've been trying to develop these markets for you. So that right. way you can do a solo show. Right. And now you just negated it. Right. Because she didn't talk to him and because she said, you know what? He's just going to have to deal with it. Now, if she was able to communicate that with him and say, hey, babe, this is the situation. This is what's going on. What do you think? He would have most likely said, okay, you know what? You have to say no because I put 40 grand into developing you. And that's supposed to be a market for Erica Camel, not Mary Mary, for yeah. you to come and sing. And so this all happened because Tina couldn't take the call because, you know, again, it's all about her and what her situation is. And her daughter was cheering. You know, so it's like, okay, do you want a marriage or do you want to be a mom? But here's the thing. I'm not a mom, but I want to know what mothers think out there. Fathers, too. Are you able to do both? And if there was a situation where you got a phone call, you are an artist and you got a phone call about a job, but your child is like, hey, mom, you know what? Or, hey, dad, there's something I really need you to look at and listen to. Would you take that call or would you say, well, you know what? I can't take it right now. I'll call you back. Yeah. That's a tough so, call. 
So I would love to hear from the parents. Let me know what you think about that. If you can, if you're able to juggle both, or maybe you just say, Hey, you got 10 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can just knock it out. You got 10 minutes. All right, cool. Or I'll call you back in 10 minutes. Yeah. So, you know, I just want to hear what everybody else has to think about that. And moving on, Tina goes in one of your favorite scenes here. Tina goes and talks. My favorite scene? Yes, Damon John. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, wait, where is where she going? going? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nothing bad. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. D- Damon John, uh, I-, I love this guy. I-, I watch him on Shark Tank all the time, and and so I have a lot of respect for him. And just the way he carries himself, it's great. And to see him in a different environment apart from Shark Tank, and in this way, and to be, you know, he's always been supportive, but now kind of really in that element of developing something, I enjoyed it. And he's like, okay, tell me the five things about it. And right. he, got, he got really excited. Right. And he also said, you're a lot stronger than I am. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? Because everybody can't handle it. Oh, that would not be their testimony. Basically, she said, you know what? I was put through the test, and this is my testimony, which I like. Now, here's my question to you and everybody else watching. Do you think that Tina should have taken that meeting, or do you think that she's supposed to handle her business as a manager and go to the rehearsal, make sure everything is set up okay, because that's what she did instead, which in turn shows there's a problem at rehearsal because they couldn't do a sound check. I, you it know just what? is always that juggling. This is the second time. <laughs> yes. This is my second Mary Mary after show, and it's the second time we're dealing with a sound check issue. Right. Um, we just need, you, again, I feel like at, at that point, just delegate it to somebody who who can handle the sound check. Like, you can do both. Um, you just got to figure out a way to do both. And honestly, because th- there's a way to, you know, as crazy as it may sound, um, there's a way to do, you know, you can have the meeting with Damon John mm-hmm. while doing sound check. Like, honestly, you could, right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And it might, so- may, you know, if, if not played right, it might come off disrespectful to Damon John, but, but you can do it in the right ways. Yeah, because it looked like she went to his office because he saw mm-hmm. the tennis shoes and everything. And so yeah. maybe he's not able to come to the sound check. I mean, you know, but I, I mean, know. there's a way. But you could just do it over the phone. You know. Yeah, but you want to with that kind of meeting. You want you want to do it in person, person. Get, get them really excited. So I see it. But but well, I, here's I, a question for you: How does somebody who found Fubu can help her in book and doing a book and an album? And and yeah, I don't I don't understand how he's able to do that. It's not that he just. Does for, he has so many businesses? Okay, you have no, and the and the diversity of his businesses are just you know, and that's that's what he does. He builds brands. So he really he, does. No, I get that. I just never knew him to build to build someone who's an author or someone who's in the music industry. I know he's more of an entrepreneur in the business sense of b- building businesses, which is pretty much the same. But I just didn't know when I was watching it. I was like, oh, this would be interesting to see how he build a brand for an author. Yeah, but you know, you can do it in a variety. Of, yeah, he has a deal with um home um H HSN Home Shopping Network. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a deal with them, and uh, so number one, you could take that and hey, why not have her pitch the book for ten minutes and sell it that way? Yeah, number one. Number two, through Shark Tank, he has deals with uh, Target and all these other places. Okay. If the only place that this book is going in is Target, but it can go in the Damon John section, 
as a recommendation, okay, that's that's a start. That's a good, you know. So right, it's all about right. placement of this book, and I, John John can get it out there. I like that. Now I see why you like him so much. There you go. <laughs> you just got to think a little. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you've been following, but you know, the next scene that was that I have been waiting for has just been this interview. Mm-hmm. And a couple of episodes back. There was a rumor about Erica's husband. I'm sorry, Tina's husband having an, you know, you know about the affair yes, or whatever. Yes, we talked about it. And that he has a child from another woman. But they left it off as ending where they said, you know what? We don't want to tell Tina this because this will bring back the old, the old Tina. So now it comes back again on the episode, but right before the interview with Sister to Sister magazine founder. But they didn't tell Tina until five minutes before the episode. So Lem and I were discussing and saying, hey, would you tell your sister right before the wedding because she was getting married when the article broke? Or do you wait until she comes back from a honeymoon? But she's been back for a while, apparently, and they haven't said anything. So five minutes before the interview, they go ahead and say, hey, you know what? They're going to ask you this question, and and here's the article. Here's... (laughs) You know what? I mean, the end of the day, the the good news is, as Damon John said, you know, you're much stronger than I am. Mm -hmm. And so she's ready to get this story out there. And, you know, she's she's facing it head on. And so I feel like she expects these types of things. Yes, it would be nice to know, I think, 100% tell her as far in advance as you can. And whether before the wedding or not, that is a tough call. Yeah. I think... But definitely think, before the interview, at least he, he, a day before the interview. I mean, but five minutes before the interview, literally yeah. five yeah. minutes before the interview. That's, By the time she reads rough. it, that's rough. By the time she read it, the lady was already there, yeah. ready to do the interview. Now, she spoke. Now, this is what I love so much about Tina is the fact that she's honest. She's real. But Erica has an issue with it because she's a gospel artist. But this is what I love about her because she's so honest and so real. Even though you're a Christian, even though you believe in God and love God, life happens all the time. And you have emotions associated with it. You have feelings associated. And you can't suppress that because you're a gospel singer. So she lets it out. She talks about it. She's open with it. Even the rawest of feelings and emotions where she's like, yes, I wanted to kill him. I wanted to hurt him. I wanted to go off on him. I wanted to do all these things. But then Eric is like, but wait a minute, wait a minute. You're a gospel singer. Wait a minute. You're not supposed to tell this story. But I think it helps a lot of people if you tell the story. You know what I heard? What'd you say? You know what I heard? Oh, okay. I was like, what? (laughs) That was a question. Okay. So, um, (laughs) You know, the, the, there's uh, there's there's a lesson that I learned. Um, you know, one of the reasons that you're put through uh, these various things is that so that way, when, once you've gone through these experiences, you can help someone who is going through that experience. Exactly. And so I think as a gospel singer in this particular case, okay, as you said, life happens and things like that. Okay. Now, whether or not it should happen to gospel singers and we're going to hold them to a higher standard, you know what? I... In the spirit of which this is intended, you want them to have gone through every life experience possible so that way they can be an example to you right? when you, uh, God forbid, are going through these circumstances, right? Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. You want some guidance along this journey. And you know what? Obviously, uh, you know, the music helps and things like that, but it's also the the rawness and the honesty of it. Right. I so. agree. Now, Tina, the way that she describes what she went through was with a lot of passion. I, I, yeah, know. she 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 go. You can feel it. 
And I get how Erica can sometimes go, okay, wait, stay on the happy side. You know, let's just stay positive. And I, and I get that and I respect that. But what do you think, viewers? Do you think that there's a conflict with Tina being raw and honest? Do you agree with Erica that she should always stay positive or should she tell her story? I think, I think, I think the, there's a way to do both, mm-hmm. right? And right, um, there's, there's, there's a way to, structure it so that way yes like hey here's everything that i've gone through but um here's the upside of everything and for it um these are the things that i've learned however you know so and now you could argue that she was doing that and erica just doesn't agree with it um because it doesn't it's not exactly how she would say it so it's just a you know that that's up for debate but but i think you can do both I think you can do both. And I think, you know, Tina's Tina and Tina tells the story the way she tells the story. But I, I find it, I mean, it's not funny, but I just, I'm more intrigued when she tells the story because of how she delivers the story. She's so passionate about it. And I'm like, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I'm with you. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm proud of both of you guys getting through that. You know, now if I go through something, at least I know who to to reach out to or who to call on or whose music I can listen to because I know whatever music that has come through during that time, I know it's real. Yeah. You know, and and the passion behind it. So, yeah, I'm interested to hear the comments. Is there a conflict with her being a gospel singer? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But Erica made a point and said it. You're, you're a gospel singer. You can't go around talking about how... Who wrote really, this? Give me this gospel uh, rule right. book. <laughs> you can't go do this. Who, who wrote this book? Well, you know, I think Erica is a little bit more private. And that's fine. T- and that's fine, too. As long as she's not, you know, parading out your life. But I think Erica's more private. I, I get it. It, it. Here's the thing. It, it affects both, right? You, you know, Mary, you can't have... Her saying all these things because it ultimately reflects on Mary. Mary, I understand that part of it, mm-hmm. but this is this is out there, you know. And you, you ultimately, there's some things that you just have to give on, and this is something that is part of her life, and she's gonna she has to just get it out there, and that's that's it. Just and, let and her get do it out it. there her way, her yeah. story, and the truth, so that none of the other tabloids, for instance, you know, sister to sister, could come out with articles saying things that are not true. So she puts her truth out there. And it's the way that she said it, because at the end, you know, the last scene when she's on stage, because Erica is, you know, working too hard and is about to pass out, she's getting ready to go. She's on a rant again. But it's almost healing because you don't know what those people are going through in the audience. And so when you're listening to somebody, you're like, yeah, yeah. And then you but you're not looking at her as saying, "Okay, she's somebody that's going through it. You're looking at her saying, "Okay, this is what it looks like when you've gone through it. You're still standing and you're able to share the story. And that's pretty much, I think, what Tina is trying to do is saying, you know what? Guess what? I'm still here on the mic. I'm still standing on this stage. I've remarried my husband and we worked it out. Amen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Little Mo Jesus. All right. Well, let's get into a little predictions. We'll just pretend like we have our little little music going on. So my predictions last time was, you know, that Warren is going to go through the roof you know, dealing with what's going on and especially with Mitch, I still think that might happen, but now he's probably going to go through the roof before with Erica and Tina, before he even gets to Mitch because of what's happening. Mm -hmm. So those are my predictions. And now watching this episode, yeah, Tina's not going to be the manager of, of, of no. Mary Mary anymore. I, that's my prediction. No, no, not at She's all. She's not good at it. 
Nope. So what are your predictions? Do you have any predictions from watching this episode? Mm, I don't know. It's going to be tough. I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to see where it all goes, you know. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with me. Of this course. Thursday. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get back on the uh, soundboards uh, yeah. and uh you, but you tell the people where they can find you and I'll chime in in a moment. All righty. <laughs> so, thanks again for joining us on Friday After Buzz After Show for Mary Mary. I'm your host Ashida Anre. You can find me on Twitter, you can find me on Facebook, and you can find me on Instagram. Let me know your comments. I will I read all YouTube comments. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts on some of the questions that I have. And thanks again, Phil, for stepping in with me for Lem, who's out on assignment, and he'll be back next week. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Thursday. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 